amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Tu futuro te está esperando. Let's get random. Random. Welcome to the Let's Get Random show. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Von Radio. I'm very happy to be here and I'm very happy that you're here as always. It's a pleasure to spend this hour with you and I can't get tired of saying how much I appreciate all of your love, all of your messages, all of your support and yeah. I'm sorry, I'm very annoying because I'm always repeating myself, but it's very true. So I really hope that you are enjoying your week. We are halfway through the week, only a couple of days left. This week, I have to say, <laughs> I don't know why, but it feels a little bit more heavy than other weeks. It's just this weather, even though I enjoy the cold and I enjoy winter much more now than in the past, it's still quite difficult and I can't wait until days become a little bit longer. I just need more light. Yesterday, for example, I was teaching a class in the afternoon and it wasn't really late, but I could see myself <laughs> on my computer and everything was getting darker and darker. And I was like, guys, I look very creepy on the screen. I'm very sorry. <laughs> and I said, maybe I should get one of those lamps that YouTubers use that, you know, give you this light on your face when you record yourself because... Oh, it was just very depressing and I I couldn't believe it because it wasn't that late. But yeah, it was really dark, really dark. And maybe that's the reason why this week is feeling a little bit more dreadful than usual. But I am enjoying myself. I am happy. I can't complain. I've been feeling very relaxed, which is good. It's so funny how when you feel more stressed or more nervous than usual, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, maybe you accumulate tension, as we were talking about yesterday, and you start finding reasons to stress over. <laughs> so even the most normal things that you have to do every day, you find yourself stressing about them, which is 
Very silly. I don't know why we do that, but yeah, very unnecessary. Sometimes I stress about, oh my God, I have a class at this time. What if I don't start the class on time, which never happens, but I don't know why I start thinking that. It's so silly. It's so silly. And the important thing is that we realize when our brain is taking us in that direction and it is creating a parallel reality or let's say a different interpretation of reality, that the only thing that that is doing is creating unnecessary stress about normal things that you do every day and you know how to do so you don't need to stress about them. And even the unnecessary, even the not unnecessary, the unknown things, incluso las cosas desconocidas, the unknown things, of course those things are more common to stress about because we don't know what they are, so we anticipate and we build anxiety about them. But even then, that is a creation of our brain because, of course, we are imagining this reality that doesn't necessarily represent how things are going to go. So that's why we should never trust our brain. Our brain is a tool that we have to learn how to use. It's like, imagine a big piece of machinery, una gran pieza de maquinaria. It can be extremely useful. It can be extremely beneficial in so many ways. But you should never trust that machine because the more power a machine has, the more dangerous it becomes. So we should never trust it. We just have to use it in our advance. We have to learn how to use it properly. And then we have to realize and remember that if we don't use it correctly, it can work against us. And we don't want that, right? Because again, the more power it has, the more dangerous it can be. So the same thing happens for the brain. And in my opinion, the brain is the most powerful and dangerous tool that a human being can use. So little things like that show us how our brain, our mind is not looking for our state of well-being necessarily, no, no, no vela por nuestro estado de bienestar necesariamente. Our mind is just looking for ways to be useful, right? They don't take into consideration, it doesn't take into consideration our preferences, our desires. This is something that we decide because we are conscious beings. Esto es algo que nosotros decidimos porque somos seres conscientes. And we decide, okay, this is what I want. There are many possibilities, And our mind is very practical, right? Our mind 
is only going to decide if something is beneficial for us in some way or if something is dangerous for us so that we can survive. But then, because we are conscious beings, so we go beyond the mind, como somos seres conscientes que vamos más allá de la mente, that's when we make decisions about what we desire, what we need, we start looking beyond, empezamos a mirar más allá, and we start creating that contact with our essence as a person. And that's when we make decisions, right? Because, you know, objectively speaking, there are many options for us and, and, and they all can be fantastic, you know, and, and you can objectively say, oh yeah, those options are fantastic. But I don't know why, but I think I want to go in that direction. I feel it. Lo noto. Lo siento. I feel it in my bones. So that's when you make the conscious decision to go in that direction. But your mind doesn't care about that. Your mind just worries about your survival. Tu mente solo se preocupa de tu supervivencia. That's it. <laughs> your mind is very busy. So it doesn't have time to worry about, oh, your, your deep desires. No tiene tiempo para, ay, preocuparse por tus deseos más profundos. No, your mind doesn't care about that. So that's why... Very often we think, well, why isn't my mind co cooperating? ¿Por qué mi, mi mente no coopera? Why isn't my mind taking after me, taking care of me, sorry, looking after me? And why is it causing more problems than I already have? Well, the reason is because our mind doesn't really care about what we care about because Our mind is just a tool. And I think realizing this is extremely liberating because at least you know, okay, well, yeah, my mind controls me sometimes and I cannot control my mind very often. But at least I know that I'm not sabotaging myself. Al menos sé que no me estoy saboteando. Because it can be very frustrating to think that why am I doing this to myself? You know, when you have anxiety or depression or when you feel stressed or when you have um negative thoughts or when you overthink about something or when you can't when you can't sleep you know all of those problems that exist in our mind it's very easy to say why is this happening do i hate myself i don't understand i don't want this for myself and it's happening and when you realize that your mind that you are not your mind and your mind is just a tool, it can be very calming, puede ser muy calmante, because you realize, okay, well, at least I'm not doing this on purpose and the only problem is that I haven't learned how to use that tool properly, which is something completely normal, completely usual and completely solvable so we can work on gaining abilities and, and learning how to use those abilities so that we can manage that tool, that mental tool, as best as we can. And some days it's going to be more difficult to manage than others, but at least we know that it's something that only constitutes a part of ourselves, a very big part of ourselves, really. It's the machine that controls everything, but at least it's a machine. It's not necessarily us. I think going beyond and, and understanding our identity 
as more than just this machine can be extremely, extremely powerful. And again, I'm not talking about this as the ultimate truth. No hablo de esto como la verdad absoluta. I think when we talk about this, it's important to mention that it's not something, I'm not giving scientific data. That's not my intention. I don't want to do that. I think very often facts and data kill the purpose of why we do something. Uh, the reason why we create this idea and we think about this concept is because it can be beneficial for our everyday lives. It can be something positive to tell ourselves whenever we feel like everything is getting too complicated and we don't really understand life, we don't really understand ourselves, we build, we create the meanings, meanings that can be good for us because especially nowadays there is so much information everywhere that is so difficult to even trust information that we read because there's so many opinions even about the most logical things there is always going to be some kind of bias siempre va a haber algún tipo de sesgo there's always going to be some subjectivity everything is subjective to the person that shares the message so i think that's why in many occasions especially when it comes to the way we live our lives the meaning of life the meaning of reality how we interpret reality we should be the one to we should be the ones to develop meanings individually meanings as i said that can be positive and beneficial for us when we put them in practice when we actually live our lives and again it's not about saying hey guys this is the ultimate truth you have to follow what i say because i have a very big ego and i need you to feed my ego necesito que me alimentes el ego it's not about that that's not the point again if i try to do that that's probably my ego speaking when we talk about this we have to be very humble and say hey i'm not saying that this is what you should be doing i'm just saying that this has helped me and maybe it can help you and maybe it helps you maybe it doesn't uh, but we should encourage each other to find that individual recipe that individual formula that can improve their lives because it is possible to happen and it's not because i want you to follow what i say and i want to be right and i want you to say hey thank you for that that was fantastic i mean it's very nice when when people use your recommendations and it works but it's not because as i always say it's not because i work on commission I mean, the only thing that that's going to do is, okay, well, thank you very much. My ego is going to be very happy and and then I'm going to be very happy as well because of for you, right? My empathy, our empathy is going to be flourishing. Nuestra empatía va a estar florecida. Our empathy is going to be uh, flourishing. And 
that's it, really. And then we will continue with our lives and that's it. That's the end of the story. So again, it's not about creating groups or creating ideologies. I know that everything is based around that and people are so obsessed with that. Again, I think this comes from this necessity that we have, this necessity for community and this need of belonging we want to belong. We want to be a part of something. And unfortunately, that's, that has disappeared very much in such a big society. There's so many of us and everything has become super disconnected and super connected at the same time. I think we connect globally much more because of, you know, how the world has expanded which means that we are also very disconnected from the people around us, I think. And we don't feel like we are a part of anything. We are just a part of everywhere. And I think human beings, we want to feel like we are a part of something. So maybe this obsession with ideology is caused by that está causada por eso because we want other people to think the way we think and maybe that way we feel like we belong together because we think the same and we have the same opinions which is great you know it's very nice when you find someone that you agree with and that looks at life in the same way that's fantastic right but it doesn't have to happen it doesn't have to be like that It's okay if another person looks at life in a different way, as long as it makes them happy and as long as it's a respectful vision, then that's what matters, right? And again, if they think the same as you, maybe you're going to have great conversations. That's true. But at the same time, it's not really going to affect Your life, really. I mean, you will have your own journey and the other person is going to have their own journey. And that's it, right? That's it. And if you expect something big to happen, si esperas que algo pase algo grande, just because somebody agrees with you or somebody thinks like you, then you're going to get very disappointed <laughs> because you're going to see that your life is going to remain the same. Nothing big is going to happen. Now, of course, there are some things that are nice to have in common, and that's why we find people and we stay with some people and not with others. And that is because we want to look at life in the same way and we want to share different things and having things in common is very necessary, liking the same things, enjoying the same activities, having similar opinions. And that's normal. However, I cannot try to control your interpretation of reality. In fact, I'm never going to know 100% how you look at reality and vice versa. Nunca voy a saber al 100% cómo miras a la realidad y viceversa. Because again, it's something really, really individual. So, yeah, you can try to have something, some things in common, but 
it is some this this introspection this internal process this opinions this big opinions about life these big ideas about life are extremely personal and it's not important to try to convince everybody else it's beautiful when we talk about our experiences and that's what I try to do right I try to give examples when I talk about my own personal experience it's just because I wanted to see an example but again my hope is that that gives you inspiration to develop your own version of that and say oh I never thought about that I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time thinking about it with my own ideas and my own interpretation and then maybe you agree with me on some things and maybe you can't understand some of the things that I do. So it's just, it really depends. It really, really depends. So that's why I, I always say that we should never talk about these topics from the idea that we are trying to look for the truth or... We are trying to convince people to think the way we think. We are just trying to, we have these conversations so that people think a little bit more and look beyond. Uh, I always say, you know, when people feel stuck and people cannot understand something or cannot open our mind, cannot open their minds, I always say, mira más allá, mira más allá. Just go beyond. Think about it from a different perspective. Just let your mind wonder instead of just rethinking the same ideas over and over again which is what we do right we we just rethink what we have been thinking our entire lives instead of saying oh i'm gonna i'm gonna you know maybe think about something else or i'm gonna think about this or look at something from a different perspective or i'm gonna yeah just look beyond or whatever right and that's when you can actually explore real real issues that can be actually beneficial for you so i thought i'm going to mention this before we take a break because i don't want to forget yesterday i wanted to to do it but then i forgot as usual i want to do I want to continue answering some questions this week. I thought it could be a good idea because I received some very, very interesting questions over the Christmas break. I was answering some questions before Christmas and I couldn't answer all of them. And then I received a few more over the holidays and I love answering your questions. I think it's a great way to include all of you in the show if you want to take the time to ask a question so if you haven't sent a question and you would like me to answer about anything that you want really whatever you want to hear on the show feel free to send me an email at let's get random radio at gmail.com and I will try to answer all of the questions I think I couldn't answer all of them before we stop the show because I ran out of time before the holidays. But uh, this time I'm going to have plenty of time. Maybe I will answer them 
on different shows um, during some weeks so that it doesn't get very repetitive. But the thing is, guys, you always have very, very interesting questions. So they can be a very good way to not only answer the question, but also talk about uh, a similar topic during the show. So that's why I love having that external source of information because, I don't know, it... it it's very inspiring. It inspires um, my creativity for the show. So, yeah, if you want to, if you want me to include your question on the show, feel free to send me an email at letsgetrandomradio at gmail.com. So, as I said, there are a few questions that I couldn't answer because I maybe ran out of time or I didn't see them or whatever, but I, but I always save them. Okay, guys. So don't think that I'm ignoring your emails. I also, I think I responded to these emails, even though I didn't include them, uh, in the show because I didn't want you to think that I was ignoring your messages because I really appreciate when you take the time to send me an email. So uh, I didn't want you to feel ignored, but I, I, a lot of these I couldn't include uh, on the show. So those are the questions that I will be answering first before I answer the new ones that you sent me, if you want to send me any questions. Maybe maybe you don't want to send me any questions and you find this very boring. Um, but if not, I still have a few that I can that I can answer. So that's good. Don't worry about that. It's all about what you want to see. So if you don't want me to answer questions, that's okay. But if you do, you can send them to me, but I will be answering those uh, from last year first. But we have to take a break, so I will answer some of those questions after the break. So please don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Transforma tu manera de aprender inglés con Baogan. Únete a nuestras clases grupales online o presencial y vive la experiencia de aprender con el mejor método. Con grupos reducidos y una enseñanza centrada en el speaking y listening. En Baogan te aseguramos una atención personalizada y dinámica. Nuestros profesores expertos están aquí para impulsar tu inglés al siguiente nivel. The Next Level. Y solo por inscribirte en enero, te llevas un curso de English for Business Online y nuestro libro de English Pronunciation totalmente gratis. Más un 50% de descuento en tu cuota de junio. No esperes más. Llama ahora o visita grupobaugan.com y empieza tu camino hacia el dominio del inglés con Baugan. Tu futuro te está esperando. 
No voy a decir estresante, es exigente, pero es muy divertido y la gente es estupenda. La gente, los voluntarios son alucinantes. Yo he flipado con ellos. Yo, gente muy, muy comprometida con, en ayudarnos y han tratado de hacer todo lo posible porque nos sentamos bien y, y han colaborado mucho. Augan Town es un programa intensivo de inmersión en España, específicamente diseñado para que hables y hables y hables inglés con nativos durante seis días, sin escapatoria. Maugan Town es lo mejor para que consolides tu confianza con el idioma y tu comprensión auditiva sin clases. Infórmate ya en el 911335833 o en grupoaugan.com. Tus hijos no saben que les encanta el inglés hasta que los traigas a Baugan. Tus hijos van a descubrir que el inglés es su asignatura favorita gracias a los cursos intensivos de nuestra línea Junior. ¿Por qué? Porque nuestras clases no son clases de academia al uso, nada de ejercicios aburridos. Las clases de Baugan para niños son clases divertidas en las que hablan inglés todo el rato y además lo pasan de maravilla. Apúntales a unas clases de inglés que les encantarán. Apúntalos a los intensivos de Baugan. Junior. Más información en el 911335832 o en grupobaugan.com. How do you say enamorarse in English? Fall in love. To fall in love. With Vaughn, you will fall in love with the teacher and with the English language. Progressing, advancing, improving will be like cutting butter. Why? Because you are in love and you have faith in yourself. And as you know, faith moves mountains. Disney English Baugan es un curso de inglés para niños entre 4 y 9 años, donde combinamos el método Baugan con la magia de Disney. Sigue siendo el método Baugan al 100%. No olvidemos que recoge todo el impulso de Club Junior, de la línea Junior de Baugan, que a lo largo del año forma y acompaña a miles de niños en el camino del aprendizaje del inglés. Por eso se sigue corrigiendo errores, hacemos que repitan todo, machacamos los puntos gramaticales, trabajamos la agilidad verbal con el toque mágico que siempre aporta Disney tenemos materiales para deberes pantallas interactivas, trabajamos con canciones que han sido diseñadas especialmente para aprender inglés los deberes están genial porque están disfrazados con cuentos canciones, pasatiempos ejercicios y un montón de cosas, si tenéis hijos entre 4 y 9 años les esperamos en todos los centros Baugan Puedes consultarlos en grupobaugan.com Y no te olvides que la formación continúa con el Club Junior y todas las ofertas de formación de la línea Junior de Baugan. hope you didn't go anywhere. I'm still here. So, as I said before the break, I'm going to be answering some of the questions that I received before the holidays and during the holidays. And as I said, if you want to send any more questions, feel free to do that. And I will be answering them throughout the week and whenever I remember and whenever I feel it's appropriate for the show. 
So let's begin with the first question. I'm going to keep them anonymous, of course, because I don't know if these people want to be mentioned uh, on the show. So the first one, I received a message saying, I am trying to eat healthier and you talk about nutrition very often. Can you give us a description of how you eat or some advice to eat healthier? This is a great question because I love talking about nutrition. As you know, I actually, it's so great because I remember receiving a couple of emails talking about how you have tried some of the things that I mentioned, like the breakfast that I make or some recipe that I recommend, which makes me very happy because even though I'm definitely not a chef, I love to talk about different recipes. I always... (laughs) It's so funny because my friends, a lot of them, they don't eat very healthy. So whenever they are feeling a little bit bad and they're like, oh, I'm eating very unhealthy, they always ask me for recommendations and recipes that I can show them. So I'm just going to start by saying that it doesn't, eating healthy doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to feel like an obligation. It doesn't have to feel like a complicated thing to do because if that is the case, it's never going to be sustainable. You're always going to find an excuse to stop doing it because you're telling yourself constantly that it's something very difficult to do. But it doesn't have to be. It's about simplifying the way we eat and going back to the basics so that we build the habit of eating healthy on a daily basis. Another important thing is remembering that you can be flexible and you don't have to eat healthy every single day of the week. You can go to a restaurant one day or you can eat an ice cream one day or you can eat some cookies one day. It's about balance and I think being very strict with yourself, What very often what that generates is that one day you're going to say, okay, I'm, I'm sick of this. I, I'm so tired of eating healthy all the time. It feels like an obligation. And what happens is that you stop overall and you stop eating healthy and you go back to eating very unhealthy on a regular basis. Now, of course, it's true that I always say that. So in order to eat healthy, you have to enjoy eating healthy food. Now, in my case, I'm very lucky because my mum, she used to give us all kinds of foods when my sister and I were young. I was more picky than my sister. So there were some foods that I didn't really enjoy very much, whereas my sister, she loved everything. She's a very good eater. She eats everything. And she was like that when she was a baby as well. So my mom was very lucky with my sister. And in my case, even though I was more picky, my mom didn't adapt to what I wanted. So what she did is she tried to make the foods that I didn't really like in different ways so that maybe I would enjoy one of those things. Now, this brings me to my next point, which is you have to know how to cook. It's very difficult to cook healthy and to have a variety of healthy food if you don't know how to cook. And 
you don't need to be an expert. You just need to know the basic things. And honestly, you have so many, so much information on YouTube, so many videos on YouTube talking about the most basic concepts. So something that I did, for example, is asking my mum to teach me when I was younger. And I also asked my friend Ayerbe, who is an amazing chef. So what we did for a while is was he taught me how to cook and me enseñaba cómo cocinar and I taught him English. So we kind of interchanged um our knowledge, intercambiamos nuestros conocimientos. And that was very fun. It was very entertaining. So if you have someone in your family or one of your friends that knows how to cook, maybe one day you can say, hey, I'm going to invite you to dinner if you come to my house and you teach me some basic things and we can make some basic things at home and I can watch you and I can do it with you and I'm going to learn how to do it. And you probably don't enjoy cooking because you don't know how to cook. That's usually the problem, right? So my sister... She loves eating, but she doesn't like cooking. And that is because she hasn't spent the time learning how to cook. Because I'm sure if I spend one day, I don't know if she's going to ask me to do that. Maybe I'm going to suggest that one day. But if we spend one day cooking together and I showed her how to do and how to make different things, I'm sure she would enjoy it very much. So it's a question of just investing a little bit of time. And remember that when you're investing your time in learning how to cook, you are also investing time in your health, which is the whole point. Es el sentido que, que le estamos dando. So knowing how to cook is very important. You, again, you don't have to be an expert. And if you have the money, you can always invest in a Thermomix, which is a fantastic machine. My mom has one. She used to sell Thermomix uh, many years ago, which was very funny. And... Yeah, it's super easy to use, super convenient. You can make delicious food and you don't need to spend the time. If you don't have the time, if you don't have the knowledge, you can make so much there. But again, I know that some people buy the Thermomix and they never use it. That's a very typical thing. And that is, again, because you, those people don't spend maybe one day, you can spend maybe a Sunday making a lot of recipes there so that you get familiar with them. And when you have to make them again, you don't get lazy and they don't feel, you know, very intimidating because you think that maybe it's going to take a long time or maybe you don't know what recipes you can make. So you can spend one day just learning how to use it, learning just um, collecting your favorite recipes, recolectando tus, tus recetas favoritas. So that can be a good way to to make the most of the machine, aprovechar la máquina al, a tope. So that's the second point. As I said, going back to what I was saying about uh, my mum making sure that we ate a lot of food, vegetables, legumes. I ate everything when I was a child. And I think it's just very easy to, when you have a picky eater for a child, cuando tu hijo es eh, muy tiquismiquis comiendo, it's so easy to just say, okay, well, I'm just going to make whatever they want because I just want them to eat. But you have to remember that that's going to create habits for the future and they're probably going to have more problems eating healthy when they are adults. That's usually why we don't like vegetables, we don't like legumes because we don't, we consider them to be 
disgusting foods when we are young. Also, something that happens a lot is that we expect children to eat a lot of vegetables, to eat a lot of legumes, but then we have to be the example. So if we're not eating those things, they're not going to eat them. Or if we talk about them in a negative way, they're going to mimic that. Ellos lo van a imitar si hablamos de esa comida de, de forma negativa o no la comemos. Because our children are a reflection of us. So you have to be the example and you have to make those healthy foods in the best way possible and you have to enjoy them and your children have to see you enjoying them and saying, mm, this is delicious and so amazing. And they're going to probably be more willing to eat them themselves. Van a estar más dispuestos a, a comerlas ellos mismos. So that's another tip that I recommend if you are a parent. Now, if you're an adult, going back to the question, as I was saying, it's about keeping it simple and it's about learning the basics of nutrition. Now, I am a strong believer that nutrition should be something that everybody has to know about. <clears throat> Excuse me. La nutrición tiene que ser algo sobre lo que todo el mundo sepa algo. And I'm not saying that you have to be an expert. Again, it's about having the basic knowledge, knowing what foods contain what nutrients so that you can have a general idea of the nutrients that you're putting in your body. That's the most important thing as well. So just to give you... um a couple of things that I like to follow, I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to spend the whole show talking about this, but let me know if this is something that you like to hear about because I can talk about this for ages. So the first thing that I try to do is I try to incorporate as much color into my diet as I can. Now, for me, it's very easy because I don't eat animal products. And as you know, animal products don't have a lot of color. So what that means is that they don't have a wide variety of nutrients. They have a specific type of nutrient, but they don't have this variety. But if you look at plants and fruits and vegetables, they have a wide variety of color, which means that they contain a variety of nutrients. So it is important to incorporate as many um, options as you can in one day, or you can think about it in a week. So what they recommend is that you have a variety of food that you eat throughout the week. So you don't need to eat all kinds of foods in one day. No hace falta comer todo tipo de, de comida en un solo día, because very often that's not possible. But if you have a more or less a clear idea of your week and what you are eating, you can notice, te puedes dar cuenta, you can notice if you have eaten a wide variety of food and a very easy to, a, a very easy way to see that is by how colorful your food is. Una buena, buena manera de verlo es lo colorida que es tu comida. So that's something that I try to keep in mind. I also make sure that I eat enough carbohydrates. Now, I know there are loads of diets that say that carbohydrates are the devil. We can't eat carbohydrates, but we have to remember that Inside carbohydrates, carbohydrates is a big category. And then inside carbohydrates, we have very important nutrients. I think what people think is that the only types of uh, carbohydrates are complex carbohydrates, which are refined flours, refined wheat, trigo refinado, harina refinada, 
which of course are not recommended to eat all the time. Pasta, you know, uh, white pasta, not a uh, whole wheat pasta, no, no, no pasta integral, sino eh, pasta blanca, etc. But we often forget that carbohydrates are also fiber. Un carbohidrato también es la fibra, which is essential for human beings. And it's the number one deficiency that we have. Es el, la deficiencia número uno que tenemos. So a lot of people are deficient in fiber because we don't eat enough vegetables. We don't eat enough foods, fruit and foods that contain fiber. So that's why we have a lot of digestive problems. We don't go to the bathroom very often. It's because we're not eating enough fiber because again, People don't, people think that carbohydrates are bad. And then glucose is a type of carbohydrate as well, which is the fuel for our brain. Es el combustible para nuestro cerebro. Nuestro cerebro. Our brain needs glucose. And I'm not saying that you need to eat a lot of sugar. Of course, sugar, refined sugar is terrible. Don't eat that. It's horrible. La, el azúcar refinada es horrorosa, no la coméis, no la coméis. But you have to remember that there is glucose in a lot of vegetables and fruit especially. So that's why we have to eat enough fruit. Now, when it comes to fruit, I see that a lot of people eat juice. They consume juice instead of fruit. Now, this is a problem. I mean, I don't believe that it's something horrible to eat, to consume, um, especially Of course, it has to be natural juice and you have to leave the pulp. Y hay que dejar la pulpa. But the problem with only eating juice is that you are getting rid of the fiber. Te estás deshaciendo eh, de la fibra. And that's what we want, right? We don't not only want the glucose, but we want the fiber. So when you have fruit, whole, flu, whole fruit, cuando tienes la fruta entera, you're eating the fiber and the glucose. So your body is going to assimilate the glucose in a slower way. So you're not going to have peaks of sugar. No vas a tener picos de azúcar. But if you eat just the juice, if you drink just the, the juice, you don't have the fiber to compensate. So what you're doing is you're just eating the glucose, consuming glucose. And that's when you can have problems with your sugar, with your blood, um, sugar, con el, azúcar en, con el azúcar en sangre. So, carbohydrates are your friends. Remember that vegetables are carbohydrates, okay? But vegetables are carbohydrates which are extremely healthy. Fruit is carbohydrates. Rice is carbohydrates which is extremely healthy as well. So, make sure that you eat them. The way that I do it is I try to eat my carbohydrates during the first half of my day, durante la primera mitad de mi día, especially. So I eat food that is high in carbohydrates. So I eat for lunch, I usually have uh, legumes or a big plate of vegetables with rice. And that's where I have the majority of my carbohydrates. Also for breakfast as well. So for breakfast, a uh, typical breakfast that I share with you is porridge. Or oatmeal. So in British, they say porridge. In American, they say oatmeal, which is avena. So what I do is I mix the oats, la avena, que se, que se dice oats. I mix the oats with um, soy milk, which is very high in protein. It's my favorite milk, and I think it's delicious. And then I put in some seeds, like chia seeds, which are very high in protein and omega-3. I put... 
yeah, nuts and seeds inside. And then I put some frozen fruit like blueberries and raspberries and banana. And that's what I have for breakfast, which is very, very dense. And it's going to give me loads of energy for the rest of my morning. And then for lunch, as I said, I'm going to eat something very dense in carbohydrates. So uh, maybe a big salad with some legumes or maybe uh, a stew, algún tipo de guiso. So I love lentils, chickpeas, some kind of stew with that. I always eat it with rice so that it gives me that extra amount of, of calories. And the reason why I do it this way is because I usually do exercise in the evening. So you want to consume your carbohydrates before you do exercise so that it gives you the energy. So remember that carbohydrates are energy. For our body, it is very easy to convert carbohydrates into energy. If you're only eating fat or protein, si solamente estás utilizando la, la, si solamente consumes grasa o proteína, what happens is that your body is, is Your body has to work twice as hard to convert, to convert those nutrients into energy. El cuerpo tiene que trabajar el doble para convertir esos nutrientes en energía. But if you eat carbohydrates, it's a very easy process for the body because we are built to eat carbohydrates. Estamos construidos para comer carbohidratos. It's necessary. Okay. We come from monkeys and monkeys eat fruit and vegetables. Okay. It's, it's logic. Es la lógica. And then what I do is I try to eat protein as much as I can after I do exercise. So for dinner. And in my case, I am a big fan of tofu. I love it so much. I used to hate it when I, when I stopped eating animal products, uh, five or six years ago. The first thing that they tell you is, Oh, you're going to love tofu or you have to eat tofu. And I remember I tried it. And I was very open-minded. And then I tried it for the first time and I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. But a few, a couple of years ago, I discovered tofu, um, which has been marinated, que ha sido marinado. So they give it some flavor because tofu, plain tofu doesn't have a lot of flavor. So you have to do a lot of it, a lot of things to it. Le tienes que hacer muchas cosas. And sometimes we don't have the time. So the tofu that I buy right now is the one that, that they sell at Lidl. Lo venden en el Lidl. And they have different flavors. Y tienen diferentes sabores. I love all of them. And it is delicious. I am addicted to that tofu. So I eat tofu almost every day. Uh, my, one of my favorite dinners that I make is, um, wraps. So what we do is we take a tortilla. They call it tortilla, which is una, una tortilla de, de trigo o de maíz. And I put some lettuce, tomatoes, um, onion, tofu, and then I put some hot sauce. Um, salsa picante because I love spicy food and I make a couple of those or maybe maybe three depending on how hungry I am and that way you're eating a very healthy dinner with a lot of protein which is great for after exercise so that's just an example of a quick dinner that you can make very easy very convenient and guys I invite all of you to try that tofu you're gonna love it I have recommended it to all of my friends and Bear in mind, none of my friends are vegan and including my partner, he is not vegan and he loves this tofu. And then my friends as well. And 
yeah, they're, they're eating it all the time because it's delicious and it's super healthy, super, super healthy, loads of protein, no fat, no um, saturated fat, nada de grasa saturada, which is the biggest enemy for us. Another recommendation that I have for you is try to reduce, try to reduce uh, refined fats, which are very high in saturated fats. Intentad reducir las grasas saturadas as maximum as much as you can because they are the devil for us. That's what gets accumulated in our arteries. That's what builds the plaque. Eso es lo que construye, se acumula en nuestras arterias, eso es lo que construye la placa que se llama. And it's basically the plaque, it's very similar to the plaque that we get on our teeth. Es muy parecida a la placa que nos sale en los dientes. It's basically this thick substance that starts blocking the arteries and that's why we don't have enough flow through the arteries. And that's when we have some kind of problem. We have a heart attack. We have some cardiovas cardiovascular disease. Or nos pasa algún tipo de enfermedad cardiovascular, nos da un ataque al corazón, etc. All the typical things that happen all the time. So it is because of that. Okay. People don't talk about it, but it is because of that. So try to reduce saturated fats as much as possible. So red meat, um, oils, fast food, cheese, all of those things. You can see the fat, right? When you can see the fat in the food, that's the fat that is going in your arteries. So that's what we have to be careful with. So yeah, that's just an example. In the end, oh my God, guys, I'm sorry. I, I ran out of time. I don't have time to answer more questions. But as you know, I love talking about nutrition. So I thought this can be a very good informative question to include. So I hope that was helpful. And let me know if you have any other questions about this, because I would love to answer them. And I will continue answering more questions tomorrow. But now we have to play the banger of the day. And today we're going to listen to Down Under by Men at Work. Let's hear it. Strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said, Do you come from a land down under? A woman go and Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover.
Okay, everyone, that's it for the show of the day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let me know if you have any more questions. We will continue tomorrow with some more questions for the show. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I send you love and light. Have a good day and a good life. Aprovecha esta oferta especial para el Masters de Baugan. Podrás obtener un descuento de 500 euros para inscripciones en enero. Es para la próxima convocatoria empezando el 26 de febrero. El Máster de Inglés Profesional de Baugan es una experiencia intensiva y completa para mejorar el inglés en contextos profesionales. Incluye más de 500 horas de clase con opciones de horario de mediodía, tarde y fin de semana, adaptándose a distintas necesidades. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.